I'm Melissa Bontek, and welcome to episode 70 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with authors you should be reading. It will be Thursday, July 16th, 2020. I'm recording this a little early, so I don't have the name of the winner of the Cameron Coral ebook, but I will put the first name of the winner in the show notes because I will select them the day before this airs. And if you didn't get in on that drawing, you'll just have to listen and wait for the next one. On the show this week, I have got a really great collection of stories called Love on the Edge of Danger, a pandemic romance collection. So if you're a romance reader, you're in luck this week. And I chat with three of the authors and we talk about the book and all kinds of things. And uh, we're going to get right to it and I'll see you after. I want to welcome you all today on the show and I'm going to read the description real quick and I'm going to get all the names wrong um, because I, I'm terrible at names. So it's called Love on the Edge of Danger. It's a gorgeous cover of a pier and the uh, tide is going out, in, out. It's evening or, or morning. Looks like evening. Yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. Pretty colors. Yeah, there you go. So if you're watching, there is the cover. If you're not watching, you'll have to click on the show links at the end. Okay, so it's Love in the, Dan in the Edge of Danger, or Pandemic Romance Collection. In 2020, the world suffered a viral pandemic of epic proportions. Thousands of people fell ill and lost their lives. In the grips of the pandemic, four Florida authors came together to weave these romantic tales and show that above all, love overcomes darkness. Amor and... Oh, Doug, you got to say that for me. Yeah, Amor and Quarantina. Ah, thank you. In quarantine, right? Love yeah. in quarantine? Hey. Correct. All those years awesome. of Spanish and I'm, I'm okay. Uh, Maria <laughs> and Jose find love in a famous restaurant district. When you least expect it, Collins, is, is it the next story? When you least expect it, Collins' medical supply deliveries soon become more than a basic necessity. The next story is, and love happens. For Chrissy, life was perfect until it wasn't. And in the fourth story, the megalodon, the megalodon, megalodon yeah. charm under quarantine, can Zoe and Ezra reconnect and find love once again? So um, I'm going to just let, uh, was it Doug, did you want to jump in and tell us how this all came together? Yeah, uh, what happened was uh, I was in a Facebook chat uh, a while back, back in like, I believe it was March or April. And I was hearing Tamara was like, uh, you know, I feeling a little bummed out about like uh, being left out of uh, anthology project uh, that she wanted to be part of. So I thought, you know, let's get together and try you know, like do an anthology project uh, like myself and her. And eventually, uh, Kathy Lee, otherwise known as Scarlet Rain, came on, and then uh, Tamara Alyssa Tamlin uh, to uh, join in as well. And basically, we thought, okay, what can we do uh, for this anthology? And we came together and we, came, we thought of like, you know, telling stories of love during the current you know, COVID 19 pandemic. And basically, all of us came up with like four 20,000 word stories about like different couples finding love during the pandemic. And all the proceeds are going to uh, the First Responders Chair Children's Foundation's uh, COVID 19 uh, relief program. So, like, we've been raising 
funds for that in, uh, with the sales of our books through Amazon, uh, all major ebook retailers, and also uh, through personal sales of uh, paperback copies that we have here. So uh, yes, yeah, like uh, so far our fundraising has uh, gone pretty well. Uh, we've raised almost a hundred dollars. Yeah, between uh, yeah, between uh, paperback sales and also uh, through Amazon. So uh, yeah, it's uh, been pretty good so far. So uh, we're continuing to raise funds for it, and uh, it's a great cause, and uh, it's a great book. So uh, yeah, yeah, they they were fun stories. Um, I wouldn't say fun. Well, they kind of were. <laughs> I mean, any any reading for me is fun. So that's the the word I always go to first when I when I sit down and with a book. Uh, yeah, I got an e-copy, and um, like I was telling Doug, I, I finished reading this morning, and uh, yeah, I liked all the stories. They're all very different. It's a it's a nice variety of experiences and places, uh, um, spots, different spots where people are in their lives and the different things that happen to them. Uh, it's it's you know, the, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, there's some redemption and there's some rekindling and there's some finding new love. And, and so I think there's something for everybody in there. And uh, uh, Tamlin, I think it was Tamlin. So you, you got involved yes. with this because uh, Tamara brought you in? Yes, she did. I was, I just was really blessed to, for to be asked to be a part of this. It's so such a great cause. And you, your, which one was your story again? And Love Happened. Okay, that's Chrissy going, she's got her, the daughter, I've forgotten the daughter's name now, I'm sorry. Katie, Katie. Katie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, some, um, just give, tell everybody just a quick, just a, a small, like the elevator pitch of what that story's about. Well, basically it's about starting over Chrissy loses her husband, he was a father, and they had a daughter, and everywhere she looked, she just couldn't get over Mike, so um, she decided the best thing to do was to move, and she moved to a real place that I know very well, it's called Pineland, which is on Pine Island, and it's, she got a house there, and she meets Matt, who was like a, a bachelor and thought he would never be married, and they just started over, and through you know, Chrissy needing things for the house. Oops, we're losing you a little. Um, new shed. She got... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, she oh, needs a you? new shed, so she so she called him, right? Up, right. oh, we keep losing you. Correct. Yeah, she met him at a hard walks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I need to just call him? No, 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 you're fine. Move, you're fine. Maybe. No, it, it, it went, it, we lost you for just a moment, but we don't want to give too much of the story away. So, uh, so yours is her starting over, Correct. finding love. I like that. And uh, Tamara? Yeah. Your story, give everybody just a little bit of what your story's about. Well, uh, right. my story. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, my story is between, um, well, two people that were high school classmates, and it's kind of like a reunion of sorts because, you know, they were high school classmates. They kind of knew each other because he's really good in math and she's not. So he would tutor her every once in a while. Um, 
she was really busy in high school, you know, had lots of friends, you know, was uh, trying to pad her resume so she could go to college. And, uh, you know, they, they weren't, they kind of were of acquaintances. And, you know, they graduated, she went her own way, she went to college, and he went his own way. And, you know, years later, um, she's needing medical supplies. And he happens to be the medical delivery driver. So they kind of just rekindle kind of, you know, uh, their friendship per se and go from there. <laughs> I go from there. Yeah. Don't give too much away. And then Doug, uh, run yeah. us through yours. Uh, well, basically. Okay, just TV. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a story set in Ybor City District here in Tampa. Uh, it's just basically two friends who, uh, you know, I, he works in a club in the Ybor District. She works at a cafe in, uh, in the same district. And uh, they start off as friends and then it eventually uh, develops into uh, a relationship with one another. They uh, go, go on date. Uh, during the pandemic, and unfortunately, uh, both of them uh, catch the virus. Unfortunately, but eventually, but it's like, it's like the relationship that's starting to blossom with between the, the two main characters, Maria and Jose. So uh, it's good. I think it's a good story. Yeah, yeah, and and it's uh, the as, as you're reading, you're wondering what's going to happen because yes, they do, and and for all these people, the pandemic is in the foreground of, of what's going on with their lives and how do you deal with dating in a crisis like this? You know, and that's got, I mean, I, I was reading this thinking, I would not want to be single right now. It would just be, and, and wanting to date, it would just be too difficult. You know, and you wonder how this is going to play out in the years that come. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's tough. It, does somebody, did some, was somebody going to read a little bit of one of theirs? Yeah, I can okay. read uh, part of my story. Okay. Yeah, just let, excuse me. Let me get to. Uh, yeah, don't give too parts. much away. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's uh, an excerpt from my story: Amora and Quarantina. Jose was the first to wake up the next morning. He was start startled to learn that he was not only back in his own bed, but Maria curled up beside him. Attempting not to wake the guests in his bed, he carefully and quietly slipped out from underneath the cover, sneaking out to the kitchen to prepare breakfast for the two of them. Jose decided to make scrambled eggs with cut bits of peppers and chorizo, a Spanish sausage blended in. He also started brewing a pot of coffee for he and his guests. The aromas from the kitchen filled Jose's home and drifted into the bedroom where Maria still snoozed. Scents began to arouse her awake. She rolled out of bed and walked out to the kitchen. Her hair was a mess and appeared to be still be half asleep, but her host didn't seem mine. Good morning, Jose greeted. Is it morning? She asked, nursing a bit of a hangover. Ugh, I've got a nasty headache. For one, from all, that's from all the wine we had last night. We did knock back a couple bottles. That was funny why I'm still here. I was sleeping on the couch. Jose bit his lip. You don't remember? Maria shook her head. No, what happened? You came out here about an hour after you had originally turned in saying you couldn't sleep. You coached me to come to bed with you. Her face changed to a look of dread. We didn't do it last night, did we? No, we didn't. You got me to join you, and all we did was fall asleep and with me holding you in my arms. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, I got to say, this is so funny because um, Doug and I actually know each other from how many? 
decades ago? Uh, oh, geez. It's been like over 20 years. Yes, I know. It's so freaky. Uh, yeah, we knew in fact, each other. That, you notice I'm actually wearing my uh, RCW 2014 t-shirt <laughs> for yeah. the occasion. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so we knew each other through a mutual friend, Anne-Marie Chasco. God, I was just thinking so. about her the other day. <laughs> I met Tamara at a... Tampa. Book, yeah, the book. I was trying to remember the name. It was in Tampa, right? Haunted Hotel. Yeah. Yes, we stayed at a haunted hotel. It was in at a haunted yes. hotel. Uh, no, not a hotel. It used to be a courthouse. Yes. yes. That yes. was it. It was a courthouse. And <laughs> they had, uh, uh, I think, where the judges, where the, the, the booth that you would go sit in was like the, they had moved that to where the uh, reception was in the cafe, in the restaurant. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, but it was lots of marble everywhere, and it was supposed to be haunted. I didn't see any ghosts. Did you guys see any ghosts? No, no. Uh, no, so, so I met her because I went with another friend and then ran into Doug and were like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so freaky. It was so freaky. Yeah, I was there, but I didn't get to meet you. So. Oh, you were there too? Yes, oh. I was there too. Yep. Are you in Tampa then? I'm in actually Lakeland area, so I'm like about an hour drive to Tampa. So it's not bad. Yeah, that was um. No, it's great. Yeah, and Tampa's a nice area. It is, and that hotel was just—it was amazing. It was just really amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm I'm still bummed though that I didn't see a ghost. Did anybody see a ghost? No. No. I write no. about ghosts, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everybody writes romance, right? Yeah. Right. That you all normally write. So why don't you run everybody through just a little bit? Um, we have this book, but you also have stuff that you've written on your own. So why don't you all go through just a little bit to talk about maybe your series or what you concentrate on. And I, We'll start with Tamara because I know she writes about angels. <laughs> yes, yes. And I also have an excerpt so I can read a little bit mm. from from my story. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Yay. Fantastic. Yay. I forgot to mention um, that the main character in my story does have a disability. I never mention what it is. I noticed that. Hints about it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's the first time I've written a story with someone with a disability, and I loved it. Because my uh, my day job is working with uh, students and adults with disabilities, so I really thought that I would I'd love writing a story like that, and I did. It was it was really awesome. So I have an excerpt about that. I'll I'll read it in a little bit. Um, but I concentrate mainly on paranormal romance, and I write about angels, guardian angels, and also shifters of every kind. Really, I mean some unique shifters like shark shifters, gargoyles. Uh, I had a hybrid that was a dragon and vampire. So, um, and I write a lot about wolf shifters. And I'm kind of venturing off into contemporary romance now. I just have my first book, Crossroads. That's a prequel uh, to another story that was already completed in Angels and Diamonds. And um, and who knows? Later on, I you know I have ideas in my head. I would like to venture into YA. I, uh, I don't know if I can temper down my romance stories, though, because <laughs> I usually go steaming to scorching hot, so I'm like, yeah, a little, yeah, I yeah. can't really mention that, you know, so I'm like, that's the one thing I'm like, yeah, I don't know, but it'll be a challenge for me, so eventually I would like to venture into YA, but right now, 
I concentrate mainly on paranormal romance, 18 plus. <laughs> All of my stories are 18 plus, so please, because I've had kids uh, point out my books, go, oh, there's angels, and the mother's like, oh, no, those are not your angels. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> over here. No. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's mainly what I write. I've been writing since, uh, well, I've been actually writing since 2013, and first published, uh, my, my book, Nightfall, was published, like, October, November of 2014. Wow. Yeah, I have about 12 books out. Yay! Well, <laughs> nice. That's really good for, what year is it? 2020. So only six years. So yeah. that's a lot of books in six years. Yay! That's a lot of books. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so read us an excerpt from yours. Okay, so my book, or my book, sorry, my story, uh, let me go back over here, is called When You Least Expect It. Okay, and this is actually one of my favorite parts in the story. So I'm kind of like in the middle of chapter one, um, and it's about Colin, and her name is uh, Katerina Winthrop, <laughs> but she goes by Cat. okay? So I'm just gonna read a little excerpt in this first chapter. <clears throat> As he passed through the narrow hallway, he scanned his immediate area. The house was a bit messy and the kitchen greasy. There were piles of paper in odd areas and too much stuff disorganized and lying about. The stains on the walls disturbed him. Where did they come from? How long had they been there? Some were tan while others beige, but the ones that really bothered him were the mottled brown ones. They were darker in color. Had they been there longer? What caused them? Were they old blood stains that were never wiped off the wall? He caught himself rubbing up against a large, unusual blemish in the wallpaper and grimaced shortly afterward, maneuvering the bed with him until he got to the room he needed before he almost ran out the door. He gasped, his heart ticking faster heartbeats as he walked into a hoarder's paradise. The room was disheveled with stuff everywhere. He lost count on the number of insects surrounding the room. He gagged into his mask as he went to work, vowing he'd reward himself later with a long hand sanitizer bath. If his therapist could see him now, she'd be proud of his voluntary immersion into the stuff of his nightmares. Working in the medical field was never easy, but when one had his condition, it proved a tremendous challenge. The dense, dusty air surrounding him and the heat under his mask did nothing to make the situation better. He sneezed a few times when someone grabbed a tissue and handed it to him. Reluctantly, he took it and stuffed it into his pant pocket. Who knew where the tissue had been before and what contaminants might be lingering within the fibers? Colin hurried. His last thought of dying among the piles of newspaper and stench accelerating his heartbeat and his intake of oxygen. An image of Cat's senior yearbook picture flashed across his mind. With long dark brown hair and a cheery smile, she was easily the most gorgeous woman in the world to him. He called her later today and one day he'd meet up with her. This room would not take him down. Hell no, he'd survive. He had to. He needed to find out if there was a future for him and Cat. There you awesome. go. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I awesome. kept wanting to go over and get hand sanitizer while I was reading <laughs> yes. that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Because when I'm writing books, I want people to immerse themselves in it and actually feel what's going on inside it. Literally put themselves in it. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. I did. Good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, Tamara. Did you, did you want to read anything from yours? Uh, oh, I, 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 
our connection was so bad I had to move around. I'm so sorry for that. That's okay. Um, but um, I can just I can just kind of tell you that there's a there's several cute little scenes in there. I didn't pick anything out to read, so I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I just wanted to give you the option in case you wanted to. So what do you write besides this? I write, well, you know how there's the apocalypse and there's dystopian times? Mm -hmm. Well, these are post-dystopian stories. These are the survivors that didn't congregate around the cities and got sick and things and starved. These people were out in the wilderness and they're the ones who survived everything. And this story, my stories are about that. So it's future, but they, there is no technology allowed that's forbidden. Um, they generally use candles and lanterns, and that's about it for their energies. Um, there are nights. There are nights, but you don't know they're nights. There are estate owners. There are hotel owners, um, bank owners. But when things happen, those guys disappear, and you know they're doing something. The stories are always told first person, so you feel... Like you're right there talking to the talking to Emily or Vic, uh, uh, Vincent or or somebody, and you can smell bread and you can smell coffee, but you're right there. And I like to put the detail in just kind of like what you see. It's not great detail or pages of detail like Stephen King. You know, it's just like what you would see. So I like to put my characters in this long journey. And yes, my books are very long. But if you want to get really drenched in a book, that's what mine are like. Mine are like a journey. And that's why my tagline is get lost in the journey. Because I've had so many people say they cannot put it down. Oh, so, that's great. Are they, yes. are they romance or is it just? Yeah, yeah they're romance. It yeah. is romance. Okay. Yes. Romance and in a, in a post-apocalyptic <clears throat> world. Yes. Yes. Post-dystopian, actually. Post-dystopian. You know? Okay. Yeah, there's yeah, a difference. Yeah. Yeah. The government, they created their own government, a new government, and everything's been like their territories instead of states. So there's, there's like a night that runs each section, you know, and there's guards and, you know, it's just, there's no magical wizards or anything like that. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's really believable that something like this could happen, but more than anything, I want people to see, you know, love, what love really is and what love really means. And people find, oh, that's my husband. I, that he's just like that, you know. And it, and it, that makes me happy when they when they say things like that, you know. So oh, yeah, you know, well, the, the hope is that even as everything is destroyed around you, you still have love to, yes. you know, get you through the day to rely on to look forward to. Yeah. So. And there's and I, you know, I release secrets to, you know, who they are. But there's no pictures. There's only paintings. Pictures are. You know, they don't want people to know that there used to be things that flew in the air or vehicles that took people around. Those things are forbidden because they don't, the Knights are there for to prevent infiltrators to getting that technology, that, that information that was left over from all this stuff. So there still are bad people. There's, I mean, and, and when the Knights, when the Knights get a hold of them, it's instant justice. If you're a traitor, you're a traitor, you're gone. Okay, so they're trying to keep the world from, they're trying to keep the world out of a technology age so that they won't have happened what had happened before and led to where they are? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I like that. I like that. How yeah, many books? I, I, 
I have three books out. I'm working on four and five right now. So okay, and it's all the same series. Yeah, it's it's the same timeline, but you know, um, you might get a character from the first book going into the third book, but they're not like they're they're visiting, you know, and you get to catch up with what they're doing, kind of. But yeah, they're it's in the same time period, but they're all very different. You can start with any book and read any book. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. And the same with yours, right? Your Tamara, where they oh, can yeah. they can jump in well, any place. My books are all standalone. Every single one of my books, except yep. for Crossroads, because it's well, it's a standalone, but it's a prequel to uh, the story New Home that's in Angels and Diamonds. So okay. if you already bought Angels and Diamonds, buy Crossroads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I I purposely I, I do that on purpose because I want you know everyone to be able to read whatever story they want. Even in my Guardian League series, there's five angels, whichever one calls out to you the most, read read that one first. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that, I like that. And how about Doug? Uh, well, I'm kind of like the mixed bag of the group, as you like to call it, <laughs> as I like to call it, uh, because uh, I write three different genres. I write romance with various levels of steam. Uh, I write reflective poetry. And also my Hallmark series is my Paranormal Detective uh, series. And I also write these under three different pen names. That's got to be hard, keeping three pen names straight. It, it can be, it can be, but it helps to know, okay, this genre is this pen name, this genre is this pen name. So it helps differentiate uh, between them. And it makes it a little bit easier for me, but I know it's difficult I like to kind of follow a line sometimes. <laughs> Do you have to kind of pause to think which name you're supposed to assign when you're signing a book? Uh, well, basically it helps if I have the book in front of me, look at the cover. Oh, that's that pen name. It's my inquiry, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, what's my name? And I, I, I saw somewhere on, on one of my friends post about how they were someplace and they realized they'd been signing the wrong name to their books. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. No, no. <laughs> yeah, they only did it a few times, and <clears throat> you know, oh well. Hopefully, it's a signature that's as crazy as mine, and you wouldn't be able to read it anyway. So, yeah, well, fortunately, uh, I have a distinct signature for uh, one pen name. Uh, it's the author's first and middle initials done so in sort of like a heart design so like oh, and then the okay. rest of it's like uh his last name so okay i like it i like it so um why don't you tell everybody where people can find you uh they can find the the collection mm -hmm. uh love on the edge of danger is available everywhere everywhere and every everywhere. major ebook retailer and paperback through amazon Okay, fantastic. And um, uh, once you just run through, uh, Doug, have you got a newsletter or anything like that or a website that people can find you at? Uh, I don't have a newsletter, but I do have a website where I have a blog and also, uh, an which also includes an online store where uh, people can buy my books directly from me. It's www.tonanookpublishing, all one word, dot com. Okay, we'll have that in the show notes uh, in case you weren't listening or writing as you were listening. <laughs> and Tamara? Uh, mostly, <clears throat> excuse me, mostly you can find me if you look, if you Google TK Lawyer Author, <laughs> that's it. So but yeah. I do have a, a website, <clears throat> uh, slash, you know, backslash TK Lawyer Author. 
Um, also, I'm on Facebook uh, almost every day. And so facebook.com slash TK Lawyer Author. Pretty much just TK Lawyer Author. Um, my Twitter is TK Lawyer. So uh, between those two, you'll find me. Just Google me. Okay. <laughs> and I don't have a newsletter. I will one day, but it's just, <clears throat> it's really hard to keep up. So just, just message me on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Tamalyn? Um, I'm on, um, I have my own website. It's tamalynsbooks.com. Um, my pen name is Tamalyn Scott. So my, but my name is Tamalyn Whitehead. But um, I'm on Facebook, you know, uh, Facebook, Tamalyn's Books. I, uh, you know, I'm, you can Google me too. If you put Tamalyn Scott in the Google search, you're going to get me. So you'll find me. <laughs> I'll find you. Okay. Well, Google's great. I love Google. That's, that's like my first go-to um, yes. <laughs> for anything. So thank yeah. you everybody for coming on. And uh, tell us one more time what the charity is that the book uh, benefits. It's the First Responders Children's Foundation. Oh, fantastic. Is, is that in Tampa? Uh, uh, it's actually based in uh, New York, I believe. But uh, it's basically their COVID-19 relief fund. So uh, all the proceeds are going to them. Oh, fantastic. So grab a copy. Uh, there are four stories? Four stories. Yeah. Four stories. Four I was going to say five, but I, thought, I don't remember reading five. Four. There's four stories. Grab a copy. Uh, proceeds go to a charity. It's a good cause. And check out these authors on the web. And you can drop down to the show notes and click on that first link. It'll say comment. It'll take you over here to the YouTube channel if you were listening on the podcast. Because I can't find you if you comment on the podcast because it goes wherever, whatever, um, wherever you find the podcast and it's everywhere. So it was just too hard to keep track of of them. Let's send everybody to the YouTube channel. So thank you for coming on today, everybody. Thank you thank for you. having us. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And don't forget, you can get your copy. Uh, the links will be in the show notes. And money goes to the First Responders Children's Foundation. hope I'm saying that correctly, but I will have it in the show notes with a link. And um, that's it for this week. Uh, if you have any comments, you can leave them. Uh, click, go down to the show notes and click on the comment button and it will take you over to our YouTube channel. And you can comment there and that way I'll see it. They're all in one place. It's so much easier for me. So thank you for doing that. Uh, you can also though go to Instagram because I am on Instagram. It's Books Cubed on Instagram or me, Melissa Bonzek. You'll find both of us there, me on the, me on the show. And uh, you can leave a comment there, recommend a book, something great that you've read or something that you've written that I need to read. Uh, just let me know. I don't care. And uh, I, there's no specific genres. I'll read anything. So uh, that's it. <laughs> As I rambled here. And um, I will see you next time. And uh, in the meantime, go read a good book. Yeah.